Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Highway 555. My name is Raquel. Today I am joined by special guest Shiri. Shiri is the founder of Sacred Flow Studios, a community and supplier of sacred medicines such as hape and ceremonial cacao. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to dive into this week's juicy topic. Um, But before we do, I start my episodes off with what I call a weekly viewpoint in which we just share a little glimmer about our weeks. And since you're the guest, I thought we would start off with your highlight. Do you care to share? Yeah, of course. That sounds great. I was, uh, you know, when you had first asked me for a glimmer, I was was wondering what it was going to be Mm -hmm. uh, prior to our session. And, uh, and so something interesting happened last week that I felt compelled to share. And that was a reminder. It was interesting because I've been going through some, you know, major life changes. And I was having some thoughts about some, you know, some big changes and, and conversations that I needed to have and had some trepidation around these topics, like how they would be received or, you know, how this would impact me and impact others. And, I was kind of, you know, skittish to, to, you know, go into these conversations and these changes. And, and so I decided to have them. Mm-hmm. And what, what landed up happening was that these conversations and these things that were happening in my life um, were brought up and they, they had seemed to connect with the people that, you know, I had the conversations with, which inspired uh, discussions around similar topics. And it, and it seemed that what I was going through was something that other people were going through and they were also keeping quiet for the same reasons I was. Mm -hmm. And so when I told them about some changes that I was going to make, it kind of inspired them to, to do the same, knowing that, you know, everything would be okay and everything is all right in the flow of life. And, and it reminded me of something that I had learned a long time ago is that when we decide to, you know, move through our lives with complete authenticity and truth to ourselves, that this inspires and gives permission to others to do the same, whether it's walking towards something or walking away from some, something. Um, it gives permission to other people to also live within their truth and, and inspires them. So that was, that was my glimmer for last week. And it was, it was really just like a testament um, and, and an inspiration to, to keep just following, you know, following your authentic path. And it was really beautiful. So that would be my glimmer. That is absolutely amazing. That is so inspiring. And I, I totally resonate with that because you never know, like when you choose to step out in strength and truth, what, like you were saying, like giving others permission to do the same. And sometimes all we need is to just have that example, you know, see that example in someone else. And then you're like, oh shit, I can actually do this too. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. And, um, yeah, I really honor you for, for doing that. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So for my for my glimmer, well, okay. So I'm actually pre-recording this segment with you um, because it's going to be scheduled to air while I'm actually in Costa Rica. Um, so I'm leaving for Costa Rica next week. And um, I would say my weekly viewpoint for this week has just been like finalizing trip details mm-hmm. <laughs> and also just getting ready for like a beautiful winter getaway to the Caribbean Sea. Um, I'm going to be staying on like the East Coast for the first week that I'm down there. And I was 
like in the midst of getting ready for this trip, um, I'm in a women's group where we're doing this year long challenge. And I shared in there that I was going to be going to Costa Rica. And one of the women in the group um, said that she had been to Costa Rica and that it was just like a really mm-hmm. life changing and healing experience for her. And as soon as she said that, I just got like full body chills and spirit was like, yeah, you're, this is going to (laughs) be so special for you. And I was like, okay, you know, so, and I'm going through a lot of um, specific healing um, parts in my own personal journey and my, my life and stuff. And so I just know that Costa Rica is going to have just like some amazing experiences for me. So I'm just so excited to go. That's amazing. And, I love yeah. Costa Rica. I love, okay. I was love, gonna ask love if you've Costa been. Rica. Oh okay. yeah. Oh Aww. yeah. I, I actually backpacked um, Central America 10 years ago and traveled okay. through all the countries, but then I returned back to Costa Rica last year. Okay. Yeah. I know you've, I, I know you've traveled quite a bit. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So Wait, wait backpack. <laughs> Hold up. So you said you back you backpacked through Central America? I did. I, pa- oh I backpacked gosh. through Central America down from I started in Panama and worked my way um, up. It was great. And how long <laughs> how long of a trip was that? Um, it was three months. Wow. It was three months. And then I, I had returned back to Guatemala a few years ago. And then I mm-hmm. returned back to Costa Rica. And they're they're by far my two favorite countries down there. Oh my goodness. Okay, we'll have to chat more about that <laughs> later. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um that's amazing. So, okay, so let's let's dive right in. So, I know Shiri, I know that your mission through Sacred Flow is to provide you know, sacred medicines, um but can you tell us a little bit more about how Sacred Flow began? Like when were you first introduced to ancient wisdom through plant remedies and then where did Sacred Flow birth through that so it's an interesting story i had actually um sat with the medicine of ayahuasca um in 2018 and i had been administered hape during my ayahuasca ceremony and um the next day we had like a hape circle and there were 46 of us in the circle and they basically came around to administer Hape, and I was the only person out of 46 people that opted out. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember looking around and thinking, oh, oh, hell no. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, I don't want to be yeah. that person. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's no, whatever they're going through, I don't want that. And um, which made it really funny because years later, I would then take over that circle and, and hold a workshop. And, and so that that becomes like my humor story every time I hold a, a, a hape workshop. But I, um, I returned home after my ayahuasca experience and kept getting a calling uh, to the medicine of hape, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but I listened. And so I decided to purchase my first hape and my first coripe. And I got into a video call with one of the facilitators at the time to teach me how to sit with this medicine sacredly and safely because I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so we had a video call and, and he showed me, you know, the ins and outs. And we sat together in ceremony over this video call. And I remember having the most profound experience. I remember sitting in my bedroom and just, you know, my ayahuasca experiences kept coming through and the, the guidance and the insights and this beauty and the magic and the mystical and I was just wowed, like absolutely wowed by this medicine. So I continued to cultivate a relationship with this medicine. 
um, I returned to the retreat center where I had my experience with ayahuasca and hape and became a volunteer there and slowly started getting trained as a ayahuasca facilitator. And so through the years of uh, facilitating ayahuasca ceremonies and cultivating this deep relationship with hape, I started teaching others um, about the medicine and teaching others how to work with it and how to self-administer. And so that's how Sacred Flows kind of got started. It was never in my big life plan <laughs> to start a uh, hape community or a hape store. And it was never, you know, in my plan to be a carrier of this medicine. It was just something that I was led to um, bit, bit by bit. And so it was really kind of a beautiful uh, cultivation of the years of, of experience that led me to want to share uh, these medicines and then teach others how to work with it, you know, teach others how to take their power back and how to heal themselves. And um, so that's kind of how that that started. Um, you know, the the addition of the cacao is actually on that um, backpacking trip that I mentioned. And okay. um, in Guatemala, I had actually sat in my first cacao ceremony, I think it was 2012. And um, it was a beautiful, heart opening experience. And I had struggled to find really good quality cacao over the years until uh, quite recently. And so when I found a good contact to, um, to retrieve this beautiful medicine as well, I decided to share that on the website. So that's kind of how things got started um, mm -hmm. on the Sacred Flow side. Yeah. Okay. And where did the, where did the name Sacred Flow come from? I, I love the name. And <laughs> I'm going to share a little bit about how I came across your website and your, your shop and everything. But I'm curious where the name came from, because I've always loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the name kind of came through me uh, through a hape session, actually, and it it brings the combination of of you know how I feel towards these plant medicines in that they are sacred. Um, the biggest the biggest um, beauty that I have found with hape is that it allows us to acknowledge and feel emotions, and it allows the emotions in us to flow. Um, mm. The problem with you know, the majority of society and many of us is that when we're feeling really dense emotions, we don't allow them to come in and out. We actually bring them in and then we shove them down. And so our dense emotions like sadness and anger and jealousy and grief, like they become stagnant. And so the idea through Habe is that it gives you the permission to allow these emotions to flow, to make space for better and lighter emotions and ways of being. So that's how the name Sacred Flow came to be. I love that. That Aww. is so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so, so I first discovered and connected with you because I had been introduced to Hape at a woman's gathering last summer. Um, I sat with Hape for the first time on the bank of a river in the middle of nowhere in the Pacific Northwest. And I was immediately connected to my ancestor <laughs> through it it was a very it was very surreal honestly um mm -hmm. I'm half Peruvian and I have like ancient Incan blood in me my family's roots are deep deep in South America and literally when I got home from this woman's event I started doing a lot of research about Hape like I literally could not stop thinking about it I could not stop thinking <laughs> about my experience when I sat with it and I started doing research and I came across your website and I mean 
before I had started researching, like at the event, I was like, okay, where do I get my hands on this? Like, what is this? Like, what, you know, I was just like, <laughs> all, like, I was ecstatic. Um, and I had been recommended a few other, you know, trusted sources for Hape, but spirit told me to just keep looking until I found one that like truly resonated with me. And so amidst my search and then coming across your website, and I think I shared this with you on Instagram, but some of the photos um, of your products are pictured with a certain Oracle deck. Yeah. And I had been gifted that deck from a complete stranger, literally days before <laughs> sitting with Hape. And it was such a beautiful synchronicity. And I mean, like when I opened your website, that was the first thing I saw. I was like, okay, that is not, you know, that is not, you know, circumstantial. It's not like, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. So I was like, yeah. this is it, you know. And then I, you know, started browsing your website and I immediately just resonated with your energy just through that and also <laughs> the sacredness in which you spoke and, you know, educated your clients about this beautiful medicine. Like I, I've watched your um, videos on YouTube and then on your Instagram and and it's just beautiful. And I just I wanted to thank you um, for I mean, obviously, like you didn't know me and you didn't know what that, you know, that I was going to find you or anything. But just thank you for for having such a sacred vision for sacred flow and um, for, you know, providing these beautiful tools and these these medicines. And I, I, I knew immediately that I wanted to have you on my podcast because um, I Hape, I feel, has been coming forward a lot more recently in a lot of different circles. Yeah. And um I you know, I love to focus on it primarily for this episode because I mean, I I want to I want to talk to you about ayahuasca. I want to talk to you about <laughs> how like, I want to talk to you about everything. Um but as, you know, for this episode, I'd love to focus primarily on hape as as I feel that this like I said is a new medicine that's been coming forward a lot more recently and I'd love to educate our listeners as to what exactly it is as well as its benefits so can we go a little bit deeper with it and can you you know kind of give us that that overview I know you lead workshops and and educate people on it um, and I'd love for our listeners to hear that as well yeah absolutely um, so Hape yeah I I could speak about cacao I could speak about ayahuasca for sure but <laughs> but Hape has been this is this is definitely where my passion lies I have held hundreds of uh, ceremonies and workshops and circles with with all of these medicines over the years, and you know I've seen time and time again how Hape has really allowed people to process emotions. I've seen people, you know, really release trauma, uh, physical, you know, physical pain, addictions, anger issues, emotional blockages, anxiety, like disconnection from self. And I've experienced the majority of this myself, and it's become, you know, such a powerful tool. I think what's really beautiful about Hape is that this is a medicine that we have the ability to work with um, privately, like in our homes. We don't have to go to a retreat to sit with Hape. Like this is completely safe to be able to utilize in our in our own spaces, mm -hmm. um, and. And Hape just continues to, you know, connect people. So it first started with me wanting to teach people how to sit with this medicine so that they could integrate their other plant medicine experiences, whether it be with psilocybin or ayahuasca or anything else. Um, we needed some sort of integration tool to help people integrate the experiences that they got, the guidance. You know, we sit with plant medicines 
And they're very powerful journeys and they're absolutely beautiful. But what ends up happening is that for the majority of people, these massive experiences with, with something like ayahuasca um, becomes just a story. Because what happens is that people return back to their homes, their, their environments, their children, their partners, their jobs, and everything that reminds them of who they used to be before um, you know, this, this immense change and in insight into their lives. And so what happens is that people start to revert back to the old version of themselves because they don't have the tools to integrate their experiences. And then what landed up happening is that we would see these same, these same people come back on a mat not even a few months, you know, after their, their experiences. And so this became a tool of integration that I would teach people to utilize. But then I started to see how it impacted those outside of the circle. So I started holding hape workshops and ceremonies for the general public, anyone who is interested in connecting with this ancient wisdom. And, um, and so I started to see just regular people um, allow themselves to feel for the first time, allow themselves to move through these stagnant emotions that we were speaking of, um, for them to move through, you know, anxiety and to connect back into their heart. Hape is, um, you know, it's, it's an absolutely beautiful tool that allows us to get out of our heads and into our hearts. Mm -hmm. And in our hearts is, is where we are. It's where authenticity lies. Like, our minds and our brains are absolutely powerful tools. However, they're easily socially conditioned. Absolutely. And so the thoughts that we have, the, the beliefs that we have, the, the stories that we have, like a lot of the beliefs that we hold are not even ours. You know, the thinking that we have, our thoughts are not exclusively ours. And so Hape allows a person, an individual to actually get out of that space and, and go back to the source of themselves to discover what you know really makes them happy, what really brings them bliss, what, what's really sitting beneath the surface, what's not allowing them to step into their higher self, to step into their truth. Um, and so it's interesting when people ask me about the benefits of Hape, like really I have to pull out of a, like a scroll <laughs> to, <laughs> to go through like the hundreds of benefits, like where does one start? Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the, the biggest aspect for me and the biggest thing that I've seen is that people can finally connect back into their hearts. And that's when they start to find their truth, not the outside truth, not externally, but internally. Mm -hmm. And so it changes the landscape for people, um, completely. That's, that's beautiful and amazing. And I totally resonate with it. <laughs> experiences. Um, so for, for anyone who has, no idea what hape is and they're listening to this and they're like okay what is this what is this medicine and without having like obviously a visual of it yeah can you, can you explain in as much beautiful detail as possible what hape is i know i can try to but i want i want you to do it <laughs> absolutely no i can do so everyone's probably like what does she keep what does yeah, she keep exactly. talking <laughs> about what is this hape stuff all right so we've built up we've built up the excitement now let's Let's right. tell what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start with what hape is. So hape or rape is actually, um, if, if you look at it, it's like a powdered form. It looks like um, just a powder, brown, brown, gray powder. And what this medicine is, is it's actually made from a plant called mapacho or otherwise known as nicotiana rustica. This is a tobacco plant. It is a sacred tobacco plant that is predominantly found in Brazil and Peru, also in Central America. However, the indigenous tribes that live amongst the, the Amazon jungle, they are the, 
people who create and utilize this medicine. So this medicine has been um, in their lineage for thousands of years. And so what the tribes people do is that they take the leaf of the, the tobacco leaf and they will either sun dry it or they will put it into a ceremonial fire and collect the ash to make the hape. Now, hape is not just mapacho. It's not just the tobacco leaf. There are a variety of blends of hape and every blend has a different mix of other medicinal plants that are added. Now, these medicinal plants are all found um, in close proximity to the tribes. There are many tribes you know, around um, Brazil and Peru, but um, hape is predominantly found in Brazil. And so the majority of the tribes in Brazil are the ones that, that create these blends. Now, every blend has a different nuance. So all hapes are, are uh, grounding. They're all very meditative. They're very relaxing. But every nuance of hape brings in a different specialty because of the other medicinal plants that are added to it. Now, this is a very laborious task for the tribes. Um, you know, once they've dried out the plant material, they take days to um, refine it down to a fine powder, which we utilize as the medicine. This fine powder, um, we then basically uh, blow into our nasal cavity. And what hape does is it creates microabrasions. This powder creates microabrasions in our nasal cavity and it gets absorbed into our bloodstream. And when it gets absorbed, we get emotional, um, spiritual, and physical healing because of the, the plant medicines that have been added in there. And so the different nuances that you know I, I kind of mentioned prior is that there are some hapes that are really good at um, being heart openers, some hapes that are really great at opening the third eye, some hapes are amazing at clearing um, repetitive thought patterns that are not you know serving us any anymore. Somehow hapes bring in ancestral energy, they bring in the mystical, the magical and so every hape has a spiritual, emotional quality as well as a physical quality. So when people start developing a relationship with this medicine, they start um, looking for it. You'll you will begin to see that the hape, um, the site, the store that you go to will let you know of the spiritual benefits as well as the physical. So some physical benefits can be like this hape helps with gastrointestinal issues. This helps with skin problems. Um, et cetera, et cetera. So the, this is a medicine that helps us on all three levels. And, um, and so the, the tribes that create it, um, you know, they, you'll start to recognize like the names that come up often, like Nukini, Yawanawa, Shawadawa, Kuntanawa, Kaksinawa, Hunikuin. These are the tribes that create this hape and they utilize it inside and outside of um, other plant, plant ceremonies. So that's, that's the basic of hape. It's a fine brown powder and we blow it into our nasal cavity and then we experience this array of, of emotional, spiritual and physical healing. Amazing, yeah. So, so you mentioned how hape is a, is a blend with other herbs, correct? Yes. Can you share a little bit about a blend or two that you offer through Sacred Flow? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we carry a variety of hapes. Um, I refer to them as specialty hapes because most of the blends that we carry um, are not found anywhere else except with us because they are made for us and by us. And um, so there, there are some favorites and there are definitely favorites that overlap with the customers that, that enjoy our products. So 
at the moment, um, there is a a blend that I enjoy a lot, and that's a sublingual hape. And we can talk about this, you know, in a bit. It's it's just a different kind of capacity to sit with hape. So hape is traditionally, like I said, blown up the nasal cavity. This one actually goes underneath um, one's tongue and gets absorbed by by the bloodstream in your mouth, and it gives a um, a more subtle experience of hape. Very very grounding. Um, and so this is my current favorite, but other than that, I would say the golden Phoenix is one of my biggest, um, sellers. Now the golden Phoenix, there's nothing like it out there. This is an absolutely beautiful blend. And this, um, there, it's actually a really interesting story is that this hape, by the way, brings in ancestral energy and it brings in the mystical and the magical. This, this is like, I would, I often describe this as the ayahuasca of hapes. This brings in like other dimensions and it's absolutely powerful and beautiful. Now the, the short story behind this hape is that um, a man by the name of Jesse Liu makes, makes this hape and he's a really sought after medicine man in Brazil. And um, this isn't the original name of the hape. However, this name came to me when I sat with the hape and I got a very clear message to share this with my community. And so the name Golden Phoenix came. And when I started researching um, the original Hape and just, you know, wanted to see what others had to say about it, there were other people selling it under different names as well. And their names included the word golden too. And so it was sold as Golden Boa and Golden Light. And I have the Golden Phoenix. Now there is, there's no gold in the original name. And so, you know, I have chills like speaking about it. It's really, really beautiful. So that's one of our biggest sellers is the Golden Phoenix. And then another favorite is Nukini Bliss. This is uh, one of our blends um, that can't be found anywhere else. And it has cacao in it. It has ceremonial mm-hmm. cacao and it has Nawa. Uh, Nawa is a Amazonian mint. And so it's a very like, <laughs> I always say to people, it's like a chocolate mint aroma. And I'm not sure people will, will taste it, but it's there. <laughs> and so if people like chocolate mint, this is great. But this is our, um, one of our flagship um, uh, hapes, and this is a heart opener. It's a very beautiful heart opener, and it gets people to start feeling um, their emotions. It also brings unconditional love into the space, and so it's a really, really beautiful hape, um, a bringer of love, I would say. So that's that's another one of uh, my favorites. So let's go back a little to the sublingual hape. Yeah. That's a that's a newer that's a newer medicine that you been carrying right yeah yeah that's really new um so it it, it's interesting um hape is traditionally you know taken into the nasal cavity but um after many years of working with this medicine uh it start you know the sinuses start to get a little bit sensitive and this is something i started to notice throughout our community and um i still wanted to obviously connect with this this beautiful medicine that i have a very deep relationship with and um, one day I, I just decided to put one of the strongest hapes I have underneath my tongue, uh, to be able to experience it in a different way. And, um, and I started to feel like this immensely calm energy start to move through my body and just this like deep connection and these ideas coming and this just beautiful reverence, and this beautiful, just like reconnect and realignment. 
And so I started developing sublingual hapes and, and this wasn't something I was going to share with the public. This was just yeah. for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wanted a hape for myself. And so it took me about six months to create two different uh, varieties. It was a lot of different blending of uh, hapes. And I finally, you know, was able to craft two hapes that worked um, because most Hapes do not work in that capacity. They're just not strong enough to create any sort of sensation um, put under the tongue. And so I did a bit of research as well. And it turns out that um, many, many, many years ago, um, you know, there there are documentations of tribes having worked with Hapé in this capacity. And so this wasn't something new, but it's definitely something new in the Western world. There is no other um, Hapé store that carries sublingual and... Um, and so this has definitely become, you know, kind of our unique product and mm-hmm. our unique medicine and something that many people are enjoying. It's, um, you know, I say it's great for those who have been using it for many, who have been utilizing Hape for many years and want to sit with the medicine in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. And then there are those people who don't really enjoy or are kind of trepidatious about the idea of blowing something up their nasal cavity. And, and it's just, you know, something that's a bit overwhelming for those people. And so this is a really great alternative is mm-hmm. to connect with this medicine in a, in a more subtle capacity. Yeah. And, and I can testify to that as well, because I, since la- last August, when I first um, was introduced to Hoppe, um, and then I purchased my first kit with like the samples from you and everything and my curipe and everything I um I I mean I do love it and using my curipe and doing the you know the the traditional nasal cavity etc um but when you when you came out with a sublingual I was so intrigued and (laughs) I had been I had been sharing hape with um a couple friends and family members and they were a little like you were saying a little like "Mm." I don't know yeah you know what I mean and um and so when I told them about the sublingual they were a little bit more open to potentially trying it they haven't yet I haven't um sat with them um with Hape yet but they were they were intrigued and they were like okay that sounds a little bit more doable for me you know and I personally really liked it as well um I I use both methods um but yeah I thought it was so interesting and I've never um seen anybody else who offers it so you you definitely are the the groundbreaker with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's really beautiful. Uh, this just this past weekend actually I was in ceremony and um one of the one of the girls came up to me and she had mentioned that you know she really she enjoys hape but there's still this like unease of sitting with it in the traditional manner. And so I offered her to try the sublingual and she was a bit nervous but you know she 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 did it right then and there. And then the two girls that two other girls that she came with were, you know, extremely uh, curious as well. And and they're a bit, you know, hesitant to sit with Hapé traditionally as well. So they tried the sublingual. So three of them were sitting on the couch with the sublingual Hapé and they were loving it. And uh, so afterwards, yeah, I asked them, I was like, what do you think? Like, how was it? They're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is really, really great. And so that that makes me really happy. Yeah, because, you know, it is known as as an ordeal medicine. There is Mm -hmm. there are aspects to Hapé that are a little bit overwhelming and um, and can be a bit much for some people and for people who have you know already maybe sinus issues or 
uh, something like it, it's a nice way to still connect with spirit and with grandfather tobacco um, and not have to go through the ordeal part. And so this has been my preferred uh, way to sit with Hefe for the last almost year now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I still sit with Hefe traditionally, especially when I'm sitting, when I'm holding a workshop. Um, but when I am at home alone and I want to, you know, connect with the medicine, my choice is to sit with a sublingual. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you um, sharing, I think it was on Instagram that you said something about um, sitting with it like at an airport. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so us, like, can you tell us that story a little bit? Because I remember I remember reading about it on your Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. Like, I want to take it to the airport with me. <laughs> I'm going to go to the airport just to sit with that babe. Just to sit with that <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, so yeah, <clears throat> I was traveling um, at the time to Portugal and to Israel and I was coming back to the States and it was just a long travel and it was a lot and a lot of personal um, stuff that's going in my life that was, um, you know, that I'm, I'm, you know, having to work through a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at the airport really, really overwhelmed, uh, waiting for a delayed flight. And I knew Hape would help me in that moment just to, um, you know, bring me back to center, to find my calm, to release the anxiety and the grief that I was feeling at that moment. And you know, while I could sit with, you know, Hape in the traditional way, it, it would definitely get a lot of eyes on me um, mm-hmm, in the airport. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and that for me is uncomfortable. Like, I really don't want people looking at me uh, while I'm trying to sit and, you know, reconnect with myself. And I had the right. sublingual Hape on me. And it was so great because I just found a corner, you know, uh, in the airport and I sat on the floor and got, you know, comfortable and had my smud spray with me. And uh, got the sublingual ready and placed it under my tongue, closed my mouth, and that was it. Like, no one had any idea that I mm-hmm. was sitting there experiencing this, you know, complete spiritual realignment mm-hmm. of my chakras and, you know, feeling extremely calm and, and having a, a, a different experience. And so it was really lovely. I was able to find um, my calm and my center and uh, felt just a lot a lot more at ease. And And it was great because you know, no one had any idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to try that. Like, I, I hate flying. Like, I love yeah. travel, but I hate flying. I hate airports. And the last time I was in one, I was just getting like, really anxious and like overwhelmed. And I didn't have my hape with me, the sublingual hape with me. And I was like, kicking myself because I remembered <laughs> your post about it. And I was like, dang it, I should have brought it. Um, But like on my on my travels to Costa Rica and stuff, I'm planning on taking it, and I will remind myself that if I need if I need some grounding, if I need some me time, yeah, um, that I can you know that I can utilize it. So, um, okay, so you said that you facilitate ceremonies and workshops with Hape. Are these um, are these virtual or are they mostly in person? Um, I do both. Okay. Uh, so for the last few years, most of them had been in person um, because they were were done post ayahuasca ceremony. And so I'd go to the retreat centers and I would hold workshops with the participants um, after their ceremonies to be able to close ceremony and then to, you know, give people the skill of mm-hmm. how to self-administer so they could take this medicine home with them and, and work with it safely and sacredly. Um, but I also hold virtual workshops um, and ceremonies. Um, at the moment, I still offer one-on-one virtual workshops and ceremonies, and this is an opportunity 
for beginners who are, you know, just starting to work with Hafei to understand a little bit more about this medicine, where it comes from, how it's made, um, how to sit with it with intentions, you know, what that looks like, the blessings, the different blowing techniques, because there are different blowing techniques. Mm -hmm. And so I work with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis uh, to make it a little easier and more comfortable for them. Uh, that soon will actually be, actually be turning into a workshop um, that's just, you know, on people's own time. So I won't be doing like a one-on-one -on -one anymore eventually. Mm -hmm. um, but about four times a year, I guess every quarter, I hold a community online, um, a virtual workshop and ceremony, usually on a full moon. And I invite the community to join, beginners, advanced, either or, uh, to come and sit, you know, in community with this beautiful Hebei. And we share where we're at in life and we share, um, you know, about our experiences in that session. And so th those are really powerful and um, the one-on-ones are also really good, by the way, for people who are trying to deepen their experience and their relationship with Hapei. I get a lot of people who come from other communities and they've been working with Hapei for a while, but they never learned the correct way. And they never learned, you know, all the bits and pieces of sitting with it ceremoniously. And um, so those are really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going to be putting all of your contact information and your website link in the description um, for this episode. So anyone who's listening and they are, you know, interested in pursuing this and finding out more, definitely contact Shiri. Um, I wanted to ask, so where, where did you get certified? Like as a facilitator for Hape? Like, is this, mm -hmm. was that part of um, your journey when you were, when you first learned about it? Like how, how did that get started? Yeah. So <laughs> um, that all started while I was uh, volunteering at the ayahuasca retreat center that okay. I worked for. And, and so, this was in Brazil or? No, it's in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know, that, the I didn't know that there was one in there. There, there are a few. <laughs> okay. Amazing. <laughs> yes, definitely amazing. It, it, it's, um, yeah, it, it was a really beautiful experience. So I'd worked there for um, four years and while working there, you know, while being in it, like that's how I learned. I learned on the grounds. I learned mm -hmm. on the grounds and during ceremony. Um, I learned through the Taitas, the shamans that came through. I learned from the other facilitators there. And um, and so that was that was basically my learning grounds was working during ceremony and learning with the participants. And so uh, there wasn't, you know, this like official certification um, sort of program. But it was, um, yeah, it was all, all, all hands on deck. It was all learned through ceremony, um, my ayahuasca uh, facilitation, as well as being a practitioner and then teaching the workshops all came from working in those ceremonies. Okay, awesome. That's so cool. I had absolutely no idea that there was one <laughs> in Florida. Um, so can you share anything about um, those ceremonies or workshops that... Um, I, I mean, just like some healings that you've witnessed in and through them that you feel that you would be able to share and that our listeners um, may be able to resonate with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it is an interesting journey because while I've experienced a lot of healing myself and while I've worked with this medicine for five years now, um, I continue 
to learn as well through the people that I work with because they start to experience things that I have never experienced. And so Hafei always brings surprises to me um, during these workshops. So I ha had a lot of workshops with um, something I've noticed a lot is that the people who come into my workshops that have the most hesitation um, to sit with Ape are always the people who have the most profound experiences. And, and that's really, really beautiful. And, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a testament to, to my journey as well. Like I had a lot of hesitation. I opted out of the circle and, you know, I grew to create a very deep relationship with this medicine. Um, I have seen people work through um, some PTSD through just one workshop. So I'll give you a bit of a, an idea of how powerful Hape is. Um, I had some, a woman in my Hape workshop after a weekend of sitting with ayahuasca. And I'll never compare, you know, ayahuasca to Hape to anything else. They're all very different medicines. But, you know, we all know ayahuasca to be extremely powerful. And so I had this lady sit in my workshop after her three ceremonies with ayahuasca and she sat with Hape and after the workshop, she came up to me and she, she was just in tears the entire time. And she was like, you have no idea what I just processed out there. So I was like, well, tell me about it. And she had mentioned that she had just processed all of the PTSD that she had been carrying and that wasn't being processed or hadn't been processed through her ayahuasca ceremonies. But in the one session, 15, 20 minutes of sitting with Hape, she managed to work through like her trauma. Mm. And so that was, you know, I have goosebumps like talking about it. So that was mm. like really, very powerful. I had a woman in my workshop who had struggled with physical pain for most of her life. She had some undiagnosed, um, you know, disease, I guess. And it was affecting her physically and there was no remedy and she had, she had never been able to figure it out or diminish, you know, the pain in her body. And she had administered Hape. Um, and just on the first side, um, she, she, you know, she raised her hand and went over to her. She's like, you won't believe what's happening to me. Uh, like the pain that I've been carrying for years is gone. Like, I can't feel wow. the pain. It's not even here anymore. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> this is incredible. And um, I, I wish I had remained in touch with her after that workshop to see, you know, if it had carried on. But after, after the workshop and after the ceremony, she was fine. Um, and it was the first time in over 30 years, she said, that she was pain-free, like physical pain wow. um, had completely dissipated. So that was incredible. I had a workshop a few weeks ago where some, um, you know, oftentimes my workshops, people really go through like their emotions. And that's something I encourage. Like, that's a big thing. Feel your emotions, feel it. Because without feeling and without acknowledging, like we can't heal ourselves from something that we, you know, won't even admit we're carrying. And so, you know, they're often very emotional uh, moves uh, through, through a workshop and a ceremony. But I had this guy, this gentleman come in and I could see he was like, you know, really strong, really kind of stoic and didn't show a lot of emotions. I could see his skepticism as well uh, with mm -hmm. the medicine and, and that was okay, you know, it was, um, that was fine. And, and so he sat with the medicine we all administered at the same time and I just started to see like these tears uh, streaming down his face and and then we administered the second side and he was just bawling, like crying. And 
he came up to me after the workshop and he said to me that was the first time he's cried since he was a child. Oh my God. Yeah. I just got chills. I know. I just got chills too. (laughs) And um, it was the first time he felt his feelings. It was the first time he could feel. He said he's been numb, you know, since he was a child and, and that he hadn't, he hadn't processed emotions and he hadn't allowed himself to feel. And, and so this was it. This was the first time he cried since he was a child. And, it was really so beautiful and so moving to witness. Um, and so I have a lot of, you know, these stories that come through um, these workshops and these ceremonies, you know, witnessing people move through really heavy things, mm-hmm. um, getting really big insights into their lives, like why, why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, allowing themselves to feel self-worth, self-love, um, these beautiful things that we talk so highly of, but for a lot of us, you know, they're, they're great concepts, but when you don't know what it is to love yourself or you don't know how it is to feel worthy, it's a very hard thing to cultivate in your life. It's, it's a really nice idea, but how do I love myself? How do I feel worthy? Like, what does that feel like? And so what I've noticed that Hape does is it allows you to feel that and allows you, it gives you a blueprint of what it feels like to feel worthy and what it feels like to love yourself. And once you understand that feeling, like where it feels in your body, then it becomes attainable to cultivate in your life. And so I've witnessed a lot of people, you know, in that respect, sort of want to feel worthy and want to feel self-love and want to feel all these, you know, amazing things, but not know how. And Hape gives them a glimmer of what that feels like so that they can recreate it every day. And so, yeah, the stories are just incredible. I, every, every week that I hold a workshop, it's just, it's absolutely mind blowing. And it brings me to tears um, because then I remember again and again, just how powerful and underrated uh, this medicine is. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I bet you have just endless <laughs> of, years feelings and everything that has happened wow that's so beautiful thank you for sharing yeah of course course. um in closing what what would you say to any listeners who are very you know intrigued and interested in working with and sitting with hape but you know they may be feeling uncertain or even anxious about the administration process like what are some words of encouragement um that you would give to our listeners So I would say to anyone who's feeling, you know, a call to work with this medicine or a calling to work with something, you know, an alternative to Western medicine to find calmness, to find connection with self, to, you know, relieve yourself of anxiety or um, depression or anger or guilt or grief, um, you know, all of those dense emotions to um, start um, with, with, a with a starter kit. So something that I offer on my website are starter kits and they're basically, you know, a small bundle of different variety of hapes and they come with a curipe, which is the self applicator. And it's a good way to get started. Um, it takes the guessing game out of it. Like what hapes should I start with? Like these are hapes that are, um, you know, a great place to start with as a beginner. And so I create these these kits to make it easier for somebody who's just starting out. Um, And then I always encourage people to then sit one-on-one with me. Like it's very nerve wracking to take 
um, you know, a substance that you don't understand much about, uh, that you don't really know how to administer. It's very nerve wracking to sit with a bay for the first time. And so, you know, this is something that I'm really passionate about is, is making sure people feel comfortable and they know how to do it properly and um, that they take back their power, you know, of how to heal themselves. And so that would be, you know, the starting ground, like come check out the website, you know, follow me on Instagram, come look at the YouTube videos that I've posted. Um, I don't particularly enjoy being in front of the camera, but there, <laughs> there are very few resources out there. And I decided, you know, to kind of share as much as I can um, with everyone, you know, get acquainted with what this medicine is. Like I have a lot mm -hmm. of videos um, that give you an idea of what happy is and you know, anyone who's listening, like, feel free to contact me, you know, privately, like by email. I'm, I'm always here to reply. Sacred Flow Studios is a very small, uh, a small business. I, I am the only person <laughs> running this, this organization for now. And, you know, I make it a mission to, to, you know, have conversations directly with people. And so I really help people navigate their way. And so, yeah, an email if you're if you're feeling hesitant. Um, but otherwise, go check out the starter kits on the website. Get yourself a starter kit. Book yourself a one-on-one, -on -one, and I'm here to walk you, you know, along your journey. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show today. And it was such a pleasure to have you. Sacred Flow has quickly become a huge part of my journey within the last few months, and I. I'm just so thankful that I was led to your website. I resonate so deeply with your vision for helping others um, live their lives in fulfillment, joy, and like you were saying, like self-love and your, your products through Sacred Flow, the, the medicines that you've been able to provide have just been hugely beneficial, not just for me, but I know for many, many others. So thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the show. To anyone listening, Shiri's contact info and social media handles are in the episode description. Like she said, feel free to reach out to her, especially if you have any questions. And if you are, you know, interested in, in wanting to learn more about this beautiful plant medicine. But you've been listening to Highway Triple Five. My name is Raquel. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And Shiri, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much.